Chooch Chat. Hello and welcome to Chooch Chat, the only podcast whose opinions of the real issues do not matter. We are asses with issues. I am Tony Giamichael. Our co-host is not here today. Zach Finch, he is out busting his ass, working on acting in a show somewhere, and I think it is, this is the day before it premieres. But fuck it, I have a guest anyway, and the guest today is Gordo. Gordo, say hi to everybody. Hello, everybody. Gordo, what do you do for a living? Besides drink a lot. Besides drinking at Finley Dunn's. Yeah, besides drinking at Finley Dunn's. I am a software engineer. Yeah, you're a software engineer. How'd you get into that? I was a nerd when I grew up, so I could never play any sports, and there were no kids that lived around me, so the only thing I could do was sit around the house and play video games. And You never played any sports? No, I, I played baseball for like... Right. I'm sorry, I'm moving the mic closer to his face. I played baseball for maybe two months when I was in maybe like fifth grade. That's I, it? I liked it. It just didn't work out. Like I, I mean, with my parents' divorce, like I always had to watch my sister, so I never had any time. So all I did was sit upstairs and play around on my computer and play video games. Well, that's great. I did some of that too. But you're like a big guy, and you and you look kind of fit, like naturally fit. You don't work out at all? No. At all? No. I've never seen the inside of a gym. The amount of drinking that you do, it's, you're it, skinny. It pisses Rachel off to no end. It would. It pisses me off to no end. <laughs> just knowing this. Here, I gotta move. The, sorry, man. I just gotta move closer to your face because I know that people will, will say something. Just grab it too all the time and moving in and out. It, it, this, this this guy is your buddy. It's a it's a good arm. All right, I got you. Yeah. Um. So, where did you grow up? Waukegan, Illinois. Waukegan, Illinois. Yeah, Where the hell is that? Pretty crappy little town. Uh, North, south, west? It's right on Lake Michigan, uh, a couple miles south of Wisconsin. A couple miles south of Wisconsin. Oh, goodness. All right. Is it nice? Middle class? No, not at all. Definitely lower class. Definitely lower class. Um, you come from no money? No, definitely not. Yeah, yeah uh, I, I know I know this, but the listeners might not. <laughs> yeah, no. My parents are both... Uh, yeah. I mean, they're, you know... We had enough money growing up, and we probably would have had more if we had managed it better. Yeah. Um, which is something I'm very passionate about now. It's just, you know, finances and not being an idiot with your money. But, yeah, we definitely never had – we never had any luxuries like family vacations or uh, – No vacations. Was, my dad's never owned a new car. Um, you know, he didn't buy his first home until he was like 32. Uh, well, uh, how did you get to go to college? Um, that was uh, – well, all, all grades? No, God, no. My grades were fucking terrible. Were they really? Yeah, no, I hated school. I, I I, hate school so much. There are so many things I would rather do in life than go back to school, even for six months. Like, it was just the worst time in my life. Um, I made it to school really just, I mean, I worked a lot for it. So, like, literally worked uh, to save money. Like, I worked during the summers and during the year to, like, pay all of my room and board and, sure. you know, and my bar bill. Sure, sure, uh, sure. And then my, I'm not going to deny, you know, my aunt helped me out a lot with tuition, which was great. She probably, I'd say she contributed about 35000 oh my goodness to tuition over four years, thirty five to forty, which is a lot of money. Sure. Uh, and now I'm kind of trying to pay that forward by helping Vivian out, uh, you know, my sister with her tuition. And she's living with you right now, right? Yeah, just right now temporarily until she goes back to school in the fall. Right. Did you work your way through college then? I mean, I can't say I worked. Like, I wasn't... It wasn't like I was, you know, slaving away 40 hours a week and then, you know, grinding at studying at night. Yeah. But, you know, it was more so 
I worked just enough to like pay my cheap rent. Right. Um, I mean, so put it this way: my first apartment was my sophomore year. I lived with two other people, Kyle, who you've met, yeah, and another girl named Rachel, um, who was just a friend from college. We lived in a 720 square foot three bedroom apartment. Sure. And we each paid 240 dollars a month. Oh my god. Yeah. So I mean, we lived in some cheap, like rundown places. Oh, so but, did I. But that made it so that like you don't have to work a whole lot to sure get 240 dollars a month for rent. Yeah, I was in Richmond, Virginia. We had holes in our basement and going up to our rooms. All the rooms was freezing. Oh yeah. I was absolutely freezing. Yeah. I just I just worked during Christmas and uh, summer, but um, yeah, that's what I did a lot too. And then uh, about my junior, yeah, it was my, uh, between my sophomore and junior years, I got a job with my cousin who owned a software company. Yeah, uh, and he just put me on as an intern. I later found out they were looking to hire some contractors overseas. Yeah, and my cousin just said, "Well, let's just try out Gordy. Like, you know, maybe he'll maybe he'll do something." So they hired me at ten bucks an hour cash. Um, and I mean, 10 bucks an hour cash goes a long way, uh, well, especially, especially when you're a kid. Yeah. And I was working, like I would work during the school year. So yeah. I would just work from home. I only needed to put in like 20 or 30 hours a month in order to like pay all of my bills and my rent and whatnot. Right. I think they gave me a little bit of a raise after the $10 an hour. But... So wait, what, what were you going to college for then? Software engineering. Software engineering. And, and okay. So that was your end right there. Yeah. You had, you had experience anyways. Yeah, I knew how to program. I started programming like my freshman year of high school. So, I mean, I knew a, I knew enough to be dangerous right. you know, early on. So even before I got to college, funny story, I didn't even know that software engineering was a thing. I didn't know that programming was a thing. At what age? Um, it, it, when I got to college, I didn't know it was you a thing. You didn't know. You went like unde- undeclared or yeah. not undeclared. Uh, yeah. It was undecided. Undecided. Unde- yeah. Go. And. I'm, I mean, honestly, I didn't think I'd even go to college. And then once I got there, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I talked to a counselor and she asked me, what do you like to do? Yeah. And pretty much what you asked me to begin with. And I'm like, well, I, I kind of like this programming thing, but I mean, it's probably not really a big deal. I can kind of just <laughs> fuck around with it in my spare time. And, um, and then Dude. She, she was like, <laughs> and like, here it is. It's the forefront. It's like the, the, the forefront of money at that point. Right. Yeah. It, like it, doing that was, it was at, at that time. Uh, it was it was an important skill set, correct? Yeah. What year was this? This was 2009. And, yeah, 2009, yeah. And I had no idea, like legitimately. I just – I had some buddies who were older than me who worked like IT at like hospitals and schools and like different bigger companies. Sure. They were making like fifty five, sixty thousand 60000 a year, which right. don't get me wrong, is great money. Like I would be happy with that nowadays you yeah. know, if I had to make that money. Yeah. Um, but then like – I think it was like my freshman year, first semester, somebody pulled me aside. I don't think they pulled me aside, but they were having a conversation that I was a part of. And obviously I didn't know what I was talking about. And they were talking about like their internships making like 75, 80,000 a year. Get the fuck out. And I just told them. For how long? Like how long? Over the summer. Does it, an internship? Yeah. They were making 75,000 a year for an internship and they're working three months out of the year. Oh yeah. The internship, like total. The equivalent of 75,000. So okay. Their paychecks would have added up that if they had it for a year. Yeah, exactly. But, um, but basically what it was is if you, if you get this internship and then they like you, they'll bring you back on the salary and probably a decent bump. So. Yeah, there were you know there were kids like my age making thirty five forty dollars an hour at their internship. Smaller software at, companies or big like Facebook. Big, oh, big ones. Greg worked at Motorola. Oh, Jesus. Um, I know some people who worked at Google. Greg um, worked at Motorola. Yeah, Motorola um, Solutions, not Mobility. So. Friend of ours from Finley Dunn's. Uh, yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just saying to the audience. Yeah, uh, 
yeah, Greg worked at Motorola Solutions, which um, if you ever like look on TV, if you ever look on TV and see like the old uh, like the headsets that they wear on like the NFL, you yeah. know, like the NFL headsets that say Motorola on the side, yeah, like those kind of headsets and stuff, and like radios for the army and police and whatnot. So Greg worked there. He had his internship there and then worked there after college. He was working on the software that was going into those things, not yeah. actually engineering the design of those things, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, which would have um, been fucking dope as shit too. That would that would that would have made him a genius, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was crazy. I um I just kind of started messing around with this stuff, and then somebody told me, you know, you can make a lot of money doing that, and people really like that skill, like they want that skill. Right. And I said, really? I just was kind of fucking around. So when you were growing up, what high school did you go to? Waukegan High School. Waukegan High School. That's so funny. It's the name of the fucking town you're from. Yeah. It actually at the time. It's, 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 this is this is a small town. Is, is Waukegan small? No. Um. There are. Probably... I'm just not from the Midwest, so everything. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. Like it's. I'm still confused by the whole environment. I mean, I would say Waukegan, like, official population is about 100,000 right now. Um, but it definitely a lot of undocumented people. Right. Um, and that showed in the schools a lot. I mean, you know, I had a ton of friends that were undocumented. That's just how it sure, was. Sure, whatever, dude. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't care. But, yeah. I mean, we, we probably had 150,000 in like, yeah. a tiny little town. But, right. I mean, we didn't get much funding for schools, like any school in Illinois. So, I mean, it was pretty crappy school but i actually was in a pretty decent program like a college prep program okay that at the time was one of the best in the state so why'd you get into that um it was it really wasn't that hard but like i was also in like an accelerated middle school program that my mom kind of pushed me into so you weren't a dummy you were a smart kid because i I was i just hated you just hated school like i mean i because i look at you like uh you're you're i think you're you're i'm gonna cut short on the word brilliant because you know oh, we're good. buddies. I don't want to have to live up. To right? No, I know. But there, there are topics of mathematics and philosophy, and and you know, I'm not going to go say the word physics, but you know, we talk about you know space, astrophysics sometimes. Oh, and, I love space. You know, love the idea of uh, something being infinite, and you have definitions for infinite that are are very unique, or not unique, but unique to a dummy like me, a guy that pulls taps for a living. Um, I've always looked at you as, as a very, very, very bright guy. Like one of the smartest of the people that I actually chill with. Um, so yeah, it just kind of blows my mind knowing that you, well, what were your grades at? Um, so my, I graduated high school with a 3.1. Right. Um, college. You're smarter a, than me. College with a 2.6. I think I was a two point, I think I was a 2.76 in high school. Well, it, wait, you graduated college at 2.6? Yeah. Dude, I fucking crushed you. D's get degrees, man. <laughs> D's get degrees. <laughs> so I, I segment all my knowledge into kind of two parts. One, the knowledge that I need to know to do the stuff that I like to do. Yeah. Um, so, like, that's all of my programming knowledge. And I like having that. And it allows me to do the really cool shit that I do on an everyday basis that, right. I, that they pay me for for some reason. Right. Uh, and then I also just have all the shit that I just like learning. And, you know, I like reading a lot. I read, I'd say it's probably about a third of what I read is nonfiction. So right. that's cool. And, I'll read everything from, like, stuff on evolutionary biology to physics to, yeah. you know, cosmology. I know you do. You read them in the finance. bar while you're drinking. Yeah, to finance. Oh, I love reading. It's my favorite. I know. Yeah, I know. yeah absolutely. Yeah, my, my Kindle is probably the best investment I've ever made. What are you reading right now? Um, it's uh, it's the equivalent of a chick flick in book form for dudes. It's, uh, it's called great. Yeah, Futuristic Violence in Fancy Suits, I think. Okay. Yeah, it's just... It, you know, crappy science fiction, but it's really fun, and I like reading that stuff every once in a while. Right, absolutely. Um, the book I just got finished reading was, actually the one before this was, um, 
I told Rachel, I could talk about this for hours. It was one about um, the human race sometime in the 22nd century sending out like a ship to build portals across the galaxy. Yeah. But the twist was that all of the people were basically cryogenically frozen for thousands of years at a time while they traveled between points. Sure. So I've seen movies based on this. The book was happening like several hundred million years after they left earth. So, Oh my God, they got lost or what? No, that that's what they were supposed to be doing for 700 million years. Yeah. They were told at the beginning that like, this is going to be your life. Um, but people were interested in leaving because earth was apparently pretty crappy. I think about going to Mars. People are that that's what they're saying about Mars right now. They're saying, it's a one-way ticket, which I don't know if I believe that completely, but they're saying if you want to go, it's a one-way ticket. But it, the, this book was interesting because, I mean, you talk about, like, what what advantage could we have, like, lasting several hundred million years? Um, some people, As a species. Some people were talking about, like, cool things that happen in the universe, like uh, like blue dwarfs and, like, the heat death in the universe and stuff like right. that. But anyway. Wait, uh, wait, 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 don't, wait. Like, blue dwarfs and what? What was that? The heat death? The heat death of the universe. So, like, basically when the, the universe will stop expanding um, and just kind of I, – I forget. Aren't they not sure if that's not entirely true? They're not, they're not entirely true what it is anymore, right? It could just keep growing. No, I think they um, – in the last, like, 10 to 15 years, they've made advancements. Uh, there's basically three kind of universes that they postulate we can have. And right. See, I I wish I knew more about this because I watched this video. For, it was like an hour and a half lecture about this. Sure, um, but I'm pretty sure. No, I'm I'm not going to go there. But I I think our our universe will eventually die in kind of like a, a which a, I a which big, I've heard heard before. It's kind of like the opposite of the Big Bang, right? But anyway, exactly. It stops. The, it it come, comes back in on itself, and then it it, it rebirths. Yeah, like it has a life, which would make sense. I mean, it makes sense that everything has a life. A lifespan, because so far everything that we see has a lifespan. That would be pretty cool, I will uh, admit. Um, so that book you were talking about, is it black holes? Are people making black holes? Uh, they actually, there were some black holes in it. There was a black hole in the ship that they used for different things. There was actually a lot for of For warping, in for it. like... I, it was, I didn't understand all of it. Um, there was a lot of physics in there and a lot of technical terms. Um, but yeah, they, they could create black holes and that was part of creating like these wormholes through the galaxy right. that the old humans were apparently supposed to be using. But again, it was more of like a philosophical question of like, right. what would happen if we could last this long? Do you believe in aliens? Let's just go there. Let's just do it, dude. I mean, yeah, there's probably life out there somewhere. Do you think they've already visited us? Mm-mm. Really? Because I'm not sure anymore either. No, I love not. it. I want it so bad to be true. They definitely haven't. They definitely haven't. Wow, wow, how can you say definitely? No answer is a bad answer. I just, I'm just trying to open up Pandora's box of bullshit right now. Yeah, it just seems like, um, I don't know, like all the Roswell shit. It, it, it it's ridiculous. It like, is ridiculous. That's what makes it great. That's what, it, it doesn't that make that it, like f- it fun to what's the word postulate or just. Bullshit on. Think about. Think you, about. Right. Uh, yeah. And I mean, if you know, I had ten beers in me. This would probably be a great Finley Dunn's conversation. Oh, fucking a. Um, yeah, I know. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it, it's one of those things where yes, there's probably life out there somewhere, but I mean, does it exist in our form? Definitely not. Like, how far advanced is it? Can it get here? Can it communicate with us? Is it based on carbon like we are? Right. Who knows? Who like, knows? there's so many variables, and also, you well, consider things that like why would they contact us? Yeah, that and or ants to them. 
also, I mean, this works in the reverse direction too. Like we see planets that are, you know, how many hundreds of millions of light years away. And we're For like, sure. oh, this is a habit. You know, this planet looks like Earth. Yeah, except it might not even exist anymore because we're seeing it as it was several hundred million years ago. Right. So who knows? Like anybody who's looking at us from the other direction is probably going to see just a big rock. Right. Because that's what we were several hundred million years ago. Yeah, it's so frustrating, though. I want it to be real just because just because it would make things interesting. It would make things super interesting. It opens up a lot. Like, the idea of them teaching us more than them destroying us, obviously, or the, or the technology, or just knowing. It's an answer, right? It's some type of an answer. I mean, I would say things are pretty interesting here. Oh, fuck, well, things are more... Even the technology we have on this table is pretty fucking badass. Well, more better than it was ten years ago, right? Yeah, except for better that than sh- it was fifty years ago. Except for that shitty ass MacBook. Which one? Yours or mine? Yours. <laughs> <laughs> I have one at work. I hate it. Do you really? Yeah, is that just... why you sold me your your big one? No, actually, the iMac I sold you just because I didn't need it anymore. Like, yeah, the iMac is really nice. No, this new model of MacBook is just like the one they released like two years ago. It's terrible. Why is that? What, the what touch you, bar? Yeah. What you, this right here? Yeah, just because it's so big. I have nothing but problems with it. And and your hand, the adjustment of your hand makes you like fiddle around and do things you don't want to do. No, actually, like that part is okay. Um, like the the touch bar was a fucking mistake. Um, moving the USB C a mistake. Like, yeah, there was just I, yeah. I have nothing but problems with mine. I'm on my third new one in like the last year. They Get keep, out. I, yeah, they keep having to give me new ones because apparently I keep breaking them, but. I've been doing the same shit that I've been doing. Like, I actually ran into an issue where my battery drains faster than it will charge. Right. So, like, I'll be sitting at work, and I'll start with 100% battery in the morning, and it's plugged in the whole day, and it dies, like, halfway through the day, and I can't use it anymore. That sucks. Well, I, I've had not, nothing but good problems with this. Uh, working with with the podcast, not good problems, no problems at all. We're working with, with, with the podcast with it. That's, that's what I use it for. That yeah. and, like, recording song ideas. But I will say this. It seems like Mac... Or Apple, whatever the fuck they're called, they're on a trend of changing things just for the benefit of changing things, and I think it's nickel and diming uh, the uh, consumer, uh, like the headphone jacks. Yeah, changing the USB ports too. Um, uh, it's it it se- it just seems kind of like things to break so that they'll buy. To me, it's. Uh... It's more like I mean, and there's a lot of good technical reasons for all of the the changes that they made. But the headphone jack too, like the headphone jack, it removing the headphone jack allows you to make the phone waterproof. Oh, yeah, it, it makes it easier to do that. Not possible. It makes okay. it easier to do it because you only have one port, and it's a uh, it's like the lightning cable port. So, yeah, uh, you'll even notice that some Samsung phones I think have removed the headphone jack too. Oh, really? Um, but no, it just seems like Apple is no longer so the. The computer you have is called a MacBook Pro. Right. The Pro meaning professional. And historically, that is usually meant for Editing. developers, yeah. video editors, musicians. I use it for that um, as well. Yeah. You know, like people who really need the power out of it. But Apple has kind of stepped down to a place where they're pandering to a larger market. Yeah. Um, which is why their phones are – which is why they charge so much for their phones. They're trying to sell new ones every year. Right. Um same with the MacBook Pros. Like, they're trying to push so many of them onto so many people. Um, the touch bar is not at all professional. Nobody on earth wants a touch bar because, like, we all learned how to touch type 20 years ago in school. So, sure. Like, that's going to be superior to anything that you could put on that touch bar. But they put the touch bar on because it's a cool gimmick and it'll sell computers. Well, this right here, you mean the, as in this touch bar right here, right? No, the the top bar. This right here? No. Oh, this one right here. Yeah, it's kind of pointless. Yeah, it's... It's pointless. Well, and it, like... 
me as a developer, the keys that used to be there, I use those every single day. Right. And, and now they don't exist anymore. Yeah. Let me just flash that up. Yeah, it's 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 fucking different as shit now. It, it it that took me a bit to get used to. You know what I look? I, I feel like when I first got it, I I thought it was kind of like a a stepping stone to what they were going to be doing in the future. They were just trying different things out to for the sake of trying things out, which I don't have a problem with. Again, it was cool that there was a touch bar down there, but why not make the screen a touch screen then if you're doing that? You don't like that either, though, do you? I the mean, idea of the screen being a touch screen. Actually, uh, I really like my iPad Pro. Okay, you do. Yeah, I bought it for Rachel, um, my girlfriend Rachel, because she's a musician, and it. I was sick of her printing out sheet music all the time for the shows that she's in. Like yeah. she's an accompanist and a pianist, so she has to go through and she has to play a lot of sheet music on the piano. Right. And I was sick of her having to print out sheets all the time. In fact, one day we had to go wasting to, ink and paper. Yeah, one day we had to go to FedEx and print them all out for like the people in her. Oh you know, god, that she yeah. was, It was like fifty dollars. Yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I ended up buying the iPad Pro because the the largest model that's like 12.4 inches because it's almost the size of a sheet of paper right and you can just put your music on there and swipe through it um and then she got like a little foot pedal so she can change it without even touching the screen oh that's great so it's actually really cool that's, um, yeah that's really cool uh, but i've been using it a lot lately because i got a keyboard for it i found on sale oh um and it's great for doing your everyday stuff like I mean, you could definitely edit videos and sound and stuff on it, but you can also just like I made some eBay postings the other day. I check, you know, I check my email. Like I play games on it. We can look, you know, we can browse the web on it. Like, um, send text messages. Basically, all of the normal stuff that you would do on a computer or your phone, you can do on there, and it's just much easier. Right. So I will say I love my iPad Pro, even though it costs like I don't like nine hundred dollars. I don't like iPads or um or the tablets, and I I, I say that. Knowing that I have a very limited, I, I have not used them very often, but I just want I just want a laptop or a keyboard in front of me. That's that's all I want. Like I said, the the iPad Pro with the fold up keyboard, you just flip it. out. I saw that. I like that. It's, I do like that. My my dad my my dad just bought one. I thought that was that was kind of interesting. It is pretty cool because it's much more portable. Um, for me, it doesn't get hot because these computers, if you sit on your like if you were to sit on the couch and set that on your lap, it would get really hot. Yeah, not not as bad as it used to. The the I, the, the MacBook Pro before this would do would, that way more often with the CD sure. drive and, and and everything. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but definitely not as bad as it used to. But it 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 it, it sure does. Yeah. But yeah, the iPad just um, the iPad Pro. I don't know. I started to like it just within the last few weeks. It right. Was really fucking nice. What do you, what do you think of the Huawei phones and the company out of China right now? Uh, that everybody was up in arms about, like the, the American State Department said that we couldn't buy them or we shouldn't buy them because we, we were thinking they were uh, possible. It was possible that they could spy on us with them. Um, have you tried one out? Have you seen one? You're talking to the wrong guy because I don't watch the news at all. You don't watch the news at all for how much reading that you do. Well, yeah, I don't read the news either. You know what? I don't do a lot of uh, news anyways e either. But they're these great fucking phones. They're these fantastic phones. My dad actually got one from a buddy who came back from China. They're fucking amazing. The cameras on are fucking amazing. The screen, everything about it is amazing. And apparently they're now like the number two biggest they're the number two biggest phone tech company in the world, and it's, and it's straight out of China. So they're right below Samsung. They passed Apple, I think. Or no, it's Apple first. Apple's not really that popular outside of the United yeah, States. Yeah, I don't think it is. Yeah, I, no, I, the I, iPhone isn't. I mean, they have fake Apple stores in China. Well, I was going to say it's popular, but they just, um, in a lot of places, they can't sell them. Right. Um, and then also in places like South Korea, like they're way more into technology than 
America ever could be. So they want like top of the line. They're phones. ahead of us, right? Oh yeah, they want the best of the best in terms of processors and you know memory and like speed and they get like the foldable phones that we've been seeing about years over here. That's insane. Um, they already have them there. Like they're always several years ahead of us. So hey. there are places like that, and Apple just doesn't cut it when it comes to that. Yeah. What do you, what do you think about those those foldable phones? Do you think they're realistic, or do you think they're just gonna break? Because those those oh I mean they'll figure you, it out for sure they'll, they'll probably figure it out but it definitely looks fucking gimmicky at this point it looks like it's it's so breakable well well at the fucking the the videos the 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 preview videos that they that they that they come out with these things uh, they look they look a little janky I see I'm I'm a grumpy old man in some respects because. When I see things like a waterproof phone, that just seems gimmicky to me. That I'm, does? Yeah. I'm like, how hard is it to not drop your phone in water? I've never broken a phone. I've never dropped one in water. Like, I, like how you, hard is it to you keep my your friend, phone in your pocket? You, my friend, have never been drunk in Finley Duns and pissed on your phone when it dropped <laughs> into the toilet. <laughs> Quit trying to send dick pics at Finley Duns. Dude, dude, hey, man. I, I got to send them. I got what I got to send them. <laughs> yeah. I just like I, – like, I, people always get on me because they ask me – First of all, why is your phone so fucking tiny? Second of all, you don't have a case? I'm like, no. I I hate like, cases too. It, it, it takes away from the – I mean this, it does sound stupid, but it takes away from how it looks and feels. Exactly. It's like a car, right? You don't you don't want to put like shitty rims on your car or if, if you were into cars. I'm not really into cars, but like, you know, to come up with something, you know, you, I, you, a good you, metaphor, you analogy. Wouldn't, you wouldn't buy a million-dollar house and put a shitty paint job on it. Exactly. So. Yeah. How'd um, the cat get in here? The door was not completely closed. Jesus, Thank Moose. You. That's a kitty. She, she, likes, she likes to interrupt all the time. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I realize I'm a grumpy old man in certain respects because I'm like, a lot of that stuff seems gimmicky to me. Right. Um, I also hate Bluetooth headphones. Like, I don't know why I would ever want wireless headphones in the world. Maybe jogging. I was thinking about getting them for jogging. But then again, the fucking core doesn't really bother me that much it's, while I'm jogging. It's really not that big of a deal. Right. And you don't work out anyway, so you don't need that shit. No. Yeah, you I do have to run tomorrow, but that's I mean, like once I a year. No, it's right. You're running a 5K tomorrow, and you never work out. Well, I'm only running it because I told Greg I could beat his time. What's his time? Um, well, no, we're going to race. Like, we're both running it tomorrow. Oh, he has no idea either. No. Does he work out? Yes. Oh, boy. Yeah, but I've got, like, six inches on Greg. So Yeah, I know. Well, that doesn't that has nothing to do with, like, fitness. You'd think so. because You, you have a longer so. stride, for I, sure. Exactly. So... It's funny because, like, everybody always tells me that, like, like when I say I'm going to run, they're like, you never run. You can't run for shit. Like, there's no way. You're so out of shape. And I'm like, you think that. but So it's not actually a 5K. It's a, it's you a, think that, but I got a big dick. <laughs> it's three and a half miles. <laughs> three and a half. Your dick's three and a half miles? Bro! Yeah. Yes. I get you on some science. Exactly. You got to get that measurements out. <laughs> Fucking get Guinness Book of Records out here. I've been sending you all emails for years. Jesus. I just, that's going straight to the block. That's going, that's going straight to the spam folder. Oh. If I ever see your dick from a from, on a computer, if I see your dick on accident, like we're ever working out or something like that, which obviously we never will, uh, not knowing this, uh, that's fine. I, you know, but if you ever send me a dick pic, no, no, our I'm friendship's over. A, I'm just saying, I've been sending people the secret to a large member for many years. A and large no, member, and nobody listens. Yeah, man, everybody ignores my emails. Your club's called members only. <laughs> 
Uh, no, anyway, so everybody says, like, you can't run for shit, which, don't get me wrong, I fucking hate running. With, yeah. I, I hate it so much. It's a three-and-a-half-mile run, and Greg told me, he said, I'll be worried if you can beat 30 minutes. Well, my last time from last year was 30 minutes and four seconds. I'm like, well, shit, I can shave five seconds off. Greg. What's 5K in miles? Um, 3.2, I think. 3.2. Around there. So uh, the three three-and-a-half-mile race is a little bit longer than a 5K. Right. I think I can beat that, too. I think I can beat that. Oh, yeah. I'm sure, like... My hip hurts right now, but I, don't, I still think I can beat it. Yeah, it's not really that difficult. Like, everybody thinks, like, okay, could I run a marathon? No, but three miles is really not that far. Right. Like, you don't even get... You don't even realize you're tired until, like, at, at the end of mile two. Well, my, like, yeah. You can, like... Depends sp- on how fast you're running, though, too. I, I take it you're not going to go out there in a dead sprint, right? No, but, yeah. I mean, I could... I could jog pretty fast for almost two miles, and then by the time I stop, I like don't really realize I'm tired until like the end of the second mile. Can we put bets on it? Yeah, that's what Greg and I did. We can put bets on it. Well, what 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 bets? I mean, we should get some other, some other other people involved. What bets? No, no, no. no. Well, See, wait. First of all, what what is your and Greg's bet? Uh, just whoever wins, whoever has the best time. That's it. But yeah. like, but like, what is it? Drinks, money. Uh, yeah, it's uh, somebody uh, – whoever loses has to buy drinks at the Cubs game. Drinks at the um, Cubs for the whole night. Okay. Which, which can add up quick, especially when you're drinking. Sure. I mean, I might do the nine-inning challenge. Right. I want to, like, put, like, $20 on, on – See – Who's thinking – who's – Oh, nobody thinks I can do it. Nobody thinks you can do it. No. Nobody thinks you can do it? Because Greg works out. God, I wish I had someone to bet money with. I gotta get a hold of Greg. I'm gonna put like twenty bucks on you. Well, see, Greg is like kind of on the fence now. He's like, you know, I, I think you might win. And then, of course, we're both out tonight, and I'm probably gonna be hung over tomorrow, so that's not gonna help. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, that'll just, never mind. That'll just I'll that'll just give me more motivation. Sure. Uh, do you have any technology that you're excited about for the future? Self-driving cars for sure. Are you an Elon Musk fan? No, I mean he's. He's a fucking weird dude. He is a um, weird dude. But, I mean, he's doing some cool shit. Right. Um, well, I like all this shit that he's doing. But then apparently he keeps getting in trouble for the tweets he's putting out and everything. Yeah, and, I mean, his companies aren't making any money, so that's... Um, sure, but they, he keep, they keep selling a shit ton of those cars, though. I, yeah. I, I know they're selling the cars. I've read that. The cars are selling, so it's like, how are they not making money? Um, well, first of all, they're from what I've heard, they're not shipping the numbers of cars that they should be. That's what I've heard, too. So their production is behind. Right. But also their selling men at loss, um, which is common in today's, pretty much today's technology market. Right. You, know, you sell things at a loss and hopes that you can make it up later. Right. Which, I mean, I will say Tesla might be the closest to actually pulling that off. Right. Um, well, I think Audi's going all electric now, too. Um, as of 2020, they have like three electric cars. Yeah, I think so, because um, I think that... Volkswagen, which is, uh, I think Audi and Volkswagen are in the same. I think like, you're right. Uh, they have like the same parent company or something like that. Right. Uh, I think they're moving towards electric or they would like to soon. Um, at least extremely fuel efficient cars, if nothing else. Right. But I'm excited for self-driving cars because, um, I mean, there's so many reasons. One, people fucking suck at driving. So that'll be great. Uh, they do. They do suck at driving. Yeah, I, but I've already said awful. I'm actually kind of surprised how good people are, considering how dangerous dri- how good drivers are, considering how dangerous driving is. And I, I, I just 
I can't believe that pe- we're, we're able to, to get on the road at all sometimes. I mean, think about it. You're in a vehicle that can go to 120 miles per hour at the low end, 120 miles per hour, and you shove a 15-year-old in there, and they're driving by themselves. I know there's, there's a shit ton of accidents, but I'm actually kind of surprised it's not as bad as it, as it could be. You know what I mean? Does that make sense to you? Yeah, I mean it does, but it's still people I think, suck. I think we're yeah, I think we're uh, we're neglecting the fact that many people do not make it out of their driveway. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't <laughs> because they think they're in reverse and put it in drive and go and forward, forward through their garage. Instead. I hit my mailbox when I was fifteen. Yeah, exactly. I had my parents' mailbox. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I mean, I've gotten in an accident too. Like shit yeah. happens. But, sure, but so I'm excited for self-driving cars for that reason. Also. Another really interesting thing, uh, self-driving cars and self-driving trucks will mean that we don't have cars just sitting around anymore. Um, I mean, if you really think about it, the idea of owning a vehicle that spends 22 hours a day sitting idle yeah. is absolutely fucking ridiculous. Like, yeah. It's taking time. Like We're we're spending all this time and energy and, and it depreciates as soon as you buy it. Yeah, and even not even monetarily, it's like... You know, we we take all this energy and carbon emissions as a human race to build this vehicle, and it sits in your garage most of the time when it could be out actually working for somebody else. Oh, like you, yeah. like you and seven people could probably all share a car, yeah, and never notice each other stepping on each other's toes. Sure. Um, so I mean, there are well, services like that, but there is. But it's also, I mean, to own one is a luxury. Obviously, owning a car is a luxury, right? Living in America is a fucking luxury. So a luxury is owning a car. I mean, if you want to get to the nitty gritty of it, I guess everybody living in America is in the one percent, well, with the yeah. worldwide standard, yeah, um, most likely. But within that luxury, just a quick devil's advocate to your point is it's the it's the moments that you need it that you don't know you need it, like you know, gotta go to the hospital. Or uh, I got to pick up the kids and they're two hours away. Oh, and I didn't, exactly. I didn't know I had to do that. But, but well, yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying. So in general, millennials are dealing with cars less and less than the previous generation. They sure are, yeah. We're living in cities. We're living more clumped together. Yeah. And we're just not dealing with cars. But imagine that you could have a car on demand whenever you wanted because that's the future if we have something like a rideshare service combined with – self-driving cars electric rides there self-driving uber yeah it's Lyft. basically like i mean if there are enough of them then the car will always be two minutes away right um you know it'll probably get there quicker than you can go down to your car clean the shit out of it and warm it up right um and then you don't have to drive on your well, way it's kind of the way uber is now man it's there quicker than probably just it's two to four minutes away every time for me yeah unless yeah. there's a big event yeah, Uber is so. What's great about Uber and Lyft is that they are like they are that solution. The problem is is that they're not sustainable. Like they're they're hemorrhaging money. They so, are I, so self driving yeah, cars. Self driving cars in combination with maybe some you know government funding uh, because it is public transit will make it a reality that we can have these cars that take us anywhere. Right. Yeah, I heard that when they when they finally became a public trading traded company. Uh, that it it didn't impress. No, uh, it was like Lyft last and week. Uber. Yeah. yeah, and that it was just it was it was it was much lower than everybody thought it would be. Is that, am, I, am I correct in that? Yeah, I think the stock price dropped quite a bit on the first day, which is not uncommon for IPOs. But right, um, yeah, I mean they're not doing very well because they don't make any money. Right. In fact, they're hemorrhaging money. Well, how are they? Hem- well, say that again. Why are they hemorrhaging money? Because so from from your point of view, many people don't think about this, but. Um, Okay, so I took a lift over here. Yeah. Um, and it was less than $9. Yeah. It was like eight seventy five. 
But think about how much cost had to go into that ride. The gas. First of all. Paying the, the employee. Yeah. First of all, the, the driver does not always get paid what you see. You might get a $2 ride and the driver gets $30. Or you might get a $30 ride and the driver only gets paid 2 so more likely than not, on that ride, the driver probably got paid seven, eight dollars. Right. So you're already cutting into that money. But then, Let's take the cat here. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold that, hold that Uber, that Uber thought. Poor talk kitty. amongst yourselves. Poor Everybody, kitty. talk amongst yourselves. The kitty cat has to leave. She started talking. Continue. So, so not only is it do you have to pay the driver, uh, but I mean, the technology behind Uber has to be developed too. So, like, there ha- there's money that has to go into building that infrastructure. So, well, the app or the maps, which is the maps, everything. everything. I mean, somebody has to build the maps. Somebody has to like there are software engineers like me that have to build the app, um, and then of course there's overhead like marketing and sales and right. all of that random nonsense, but. Chances are that, you know, for Lyft, that $8.69 Lyft ride probably cost Lyft about $12. But they're subsidizing the rest of it because they want cheap rides for people. Otherwise, they wouldn't take them. From investors, they're, they're, that's what they're, they're – yeah, yeah, basically, they, they get a billion dollars in investment and, you they're, know – They just throw cash at it. They spend $500 million on developing their company and the other $500 million on just growing. Um, well, what's the, what, what's the end game? When, when are they making money? When does that end and when do, when do people when, – when, when why would somebody invest a billion dollars, et cetera, to, for a company that's losing money? Well, I mean, that seems to be kind of the thing nowadays, and there's a lot of reason for that. But specifically for Uber, Uber is hoping to make money when self-driving cars because then they cut out paying the driver, right? Right. Um, so when they have a fleet of self-driving cars, they don't have to pay the driver anymore. Well, leave- so the biggest expense in that, you know, the $12 that they paid for that $9 ride, the biggest right. expense was the driver. You cut that out, and now they have a profit. So technology, that, that, that's a good segue. I, I wanted to – you were you – were, you, Touching around it, dancing around it a little bit. Uh, what, what's your opinion of all the self-driving cars and just technology, automated uh, technology, taking over for human beings, uh, menial jobs uh, you know, that are in factories or uh, driving cars? The truck drivers—they're um, all going to be losing their jobs probably in the next five to eight years, something like that. I think five years. That like it's pretty much going to be here. I don't think it'll be that quickly. I mean, it'll take a while. Um, the technology will be here, but for widespread adoption, it'll take a while longer. But, I mean, that is a reality. But, there, but yeah, there is a reality. that It will happen. But, you know, that's happened a million times before. It there's, has. There's always, uh, you know, technology always wipes out an entire industry, but then it, it creates it, a new one. And then it creates new jobs. I think the difference now is that it's happening a lot faster than before. Yes. So um, that's why people are talking about things like universal income. Right. I don't know how that will go. Stephen um, Yang, is that his name? There's a, there's sure. a guy that, that that's running for president who is big proponent of universal income, $2,000, $4,000 a year for each individual living in the U.S., similar to the way that Alaska handles their their, their oil. Uh, they give yeah. they give them a, 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 a kickback every year of two to $4,000, something like that, Some, somewhere around there. And uh, I think maybe Colorado does that with their with their weed and hemp, correct? They give back money every year, or they, did they just do it that one year? I'm not sure, to be honest. Right. Yeah, I mean, it definitely seems like a problem, right? I mean, at some point, there's gonna it's it's gonna happen. What jobs do you think? Potential jobs do you think? 
getting rid of those jobs would create. Because I actually had put some thought into this. And my father said something similar to you. That this has happened before, you know, and uh, and jobs generally get created that you don't know what, where they're going to be coming from. Do you have any idea where those jobs would be coming from? I mean, I can tell you they're going to need a lot more software engineers. They're going to need a fuck ton software engineers. That's exactly what I was thinking. As far as blue collar jobs, though, you know, I don't servicing know. servicing those trucks. Well, and then, so I mean, yeah. Now we're getting deep. So a lot of people. Uh, you probably heard this, you know, people want $15 an hour to work at McDonald's, minimum wage of $15 an hour. I just don't know um, how I feel about that either. Well, in, in the first, the, you know, a, I want, I want people really to good... live, depending on the location, I think $15 an hour is, is great. Like San Francisco, they, 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 they need a higher minimum wage, I feel like, because you're living in a place that, you know, kind of fucking sucks. Everything's blown out of proportion. The price of everything is jacked so high up. But certain areas, it's when... It, I, don't, I just don't know if it makes sense in certain small towns to pay somebody $15 an hour that has a struggling, econ- a struggling economy, struggling small businesses. Well, even regardless of that, it's if – so the argument is often that you can't survive on the minimum wage. So let's take here in Chicago. I think minimum wage is like eleven fifty. Um Really? It, it, yeah, it's raising slowly. I think it's like eleven fifty, twelve dollars $12. When did it hit, when did it, when did it hit that? I'm not sure. I'm not I just, sure either. I just know from people yeah. who make that. It's uh, a little higher than it was a few years ago. It is. It's going up. Um, but let's consider that. So people say they can't live on that amount of money. And a good counter argument is, well, you're not supposed to live on a minimum wage job. You're supposed to work your way up. To get, get something a, higher. Yeah, get a better job. Like, it's hard to live on a minimum wage job. Um, right. And that's a very good argument until you realize that there simply aren't enough jobs out there for everybody to be making a lot of money. Well, there's not enough jobs out there for growth. Businesses are, don't seem to be like the way they used to be when we were growing up, like well, our, with our, with our, with our uh, family members, parents, family members. Well, it's not get into a that. company, if keep, you, keep going, you know. And that's great. But it, let's just say suddenly today that everybody had an amazing white-collar college education uh, and they all had an amazing skill that would get them a job immediately. The reality is there aren't enough jobs to match up with those people. Yeah, there are. So that means that we're going to be back to the place where we are now, where a lot of them aren't going to be able to work those jobs. They'll have to work lesser jobs. Yeah, it's true. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. So I don't know exactly what's going to happen when a lot of these people lose jobs because of technology or they're outsourced or whatever it is. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, it has happened before. I think the only difference now is that it's happening faster than before. Well, I think trade schools are going to become very popular. What's your opinion on college? I If you had a kid, if you all of a sudden had a kid, even right now at your age, and they're 15, well, I and, mean, and, they're, and they're thinking about college, would you tell them to go? Well, so, like, I mean, my niece turned one today. Um, yeah. So I'll be thinking about her. You know, I've got a college fund going for her. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely want her to go to I want her to have the option to go to college. Sure. She might get to that point and find out, oh, I just don't want to do this. Sure. Because I didn't want to do it. I'm glad I did. Right. I didn't want to do it. Um, well, certain certain trade schools, right? Being a plumber, that's not going anywhere. I'm a big fan of trade schools. I am too. I, I am too. Like, if you can build a house, the people that built the house that my parents bought, man, they're doing that all over fucking town. And, oh, they, yeah. build, and they build these great fucking houses, and his wife is the real estate agent, and she, she sells the houses, and they go back to that that real estate agent, when that when that person that bought the house wants to sell the house, it's a fucking racket, man. It's great. And I'm like, well, hell, man. We, we, if you graduate from high school and you love woodworking or whatever the fuck you fucking liked, and that's the business you started, fuck, do that, man. Do that. Don't go to college and blow what forty to eighty thousand yeah. dollars of of loans. 
I mean, I think it it all depends on what you want to do. It's true. Um, I'm I'm I think college is very useful, but there are a lot of things that you can do that don't require a degree. There are all all there are also a lot of really useless degrees. Yeah, name um, one. Uh, to piss off somebody that you know and love very dearly. <laughs> um, a good friend of mine's sister got a degree in animal psychology. Oh my god! So I assume that her woof. Yeah, her, her career path is trying to get her own show on, like, TLC or something. God, I guess so, dude. I don't know. Hey, but, you know, I don't want to say, hey, do what you like. I, I, for everybody out there, do what you like. Do what makes you happy if it doesn't make you any money. Yeah, but don't and it spend $90,000 doing it. Oh, right? Oh, my God. It's such a hard argument. Okay, so Imagine the, giving that argument to somebody. So the one thing I told Vivian, though, I made this is, dog super happy, and it was worth $90,000 to do it. I told Vivian. Meow. You, you, have to, you have to do something that you like, but you also want to be semi just I don't know. You want to, you want to be level headed. Like you want to be realistic. Like you don't want to be a bitter, jaded, broke ass fool. Yeah, you know what I mean. I told her, and 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 then some people don't 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 give a shit about money. They don't. I I know people that that just don't, and they're happier than shit. But I also know a lot of people who've taken a certain path and they're not making any money, and they're bitter and jaded, and they blame everybody but themselves sometimes. Yeah. I, you know and. There's, her, there's a lot of fingers to point in a lot of different directions, but sometimes that finger kind of needs to be pointed at you, and maybe you need to make a change. Yeah, I I told her because, I mean, she would not – I told her not to be an engineer because she would hate being an engineer. Really? I, I love it. I said, you shouldn't be an engineer just because it makes money, but also don't be an art major. Um, yeah. Because at some point you're going to want some money, and that's not going to get you any. Well, it's just – So it's it, just uh, – you shouldn't plan on making – people do make money. People do make money uh, at you know doing that stuff, but it's so, it's, so, it's so small. There's a small percentage of people that actually can support themselves off of it. Well, and a lot of people want to do that, but you know, not everybody wants to dedicate their entire lives to what is their career. Right. Maybe some people just want to sit around and – I don't know. Some people like Jack travel. Off all day. Yeah. I, I mean some people really want to travel – I just want to sit around and do random shit. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I could, I could just sit around and program random things on my computer for the rest of my life, and I'd be happy. That's fucking crazy. Read books and drink Bushlight. How do you even program? What do you, what, what, what do you, what numbers are you typing in? If I was asking you to to create a picture of a house on an app, do you just Photoshop an app like a like what? I just go to the designer and tell them to give me a picture <laughs> of a house. <laughs> Yeah, but what coding? What coding do you do? Like, I mean, if, if like, what are you working on right now? Uh, right now, I'm working on uh, making our app look nicer. Um, Which app is that? A Sprout Social. So Sprout Social. I work for Sprout Social. It's a social media management software app. Um, so my job is just for the rest of the year to make it look a lot better, um, and that requires writing some actual code, but then writing a lot of like basically design code to just right. make it look better and you have a team around you right yeah there's uh four or five of us on the team depending on how you look at it yeah and uh would you call yourself a boss no <laughs> no i would not <laughs> but you're but you but you're in a good position in your company yeah 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 for sure yeah i'm not gonna i don't think i'm gonna drop i'm not gonna ask you how much you make that would that'd be rude but uh, um, uh, I I make more than I could ever need, which is amazing because I just end up saving most of it. Yeah, um, I love your story. I think I, you're so level headed and cool that your, your personality is, is definitely like that, though. And it is very, uh, it is very not I want to say structured, but you you ma you map out 
the things that are important to you and then and then it's very obvious to me that you map the map out what's best for you and, and the ones closest around you and financially well i mean in all aspects of life you kind of have to prioritize but yeah, yeah for sure i mean retirement's a big thing for me so right now i'm on track to retire between 40 and 45 yeah which is gonna be i mean not retire full time like i'll probably still be doing some random shit here and there right but yeah for the most part i won't have to work full time anymore when i'm like 40 45 which is fucking awesome do you still want to stay with sprout um yeah i'll be with sprout for a while yeah yeah i really like it there yeah yeah, they're treating you well i know you had opportunities at other places yeah um yeah would you ever want to work for facebook (laughs) um if they'll call me back a third time why not yeah (laughs) what's your dream job are you living it Sprout, uh, and if Sprout, if you're listening, this guy's going to stay with you for life. I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. Oh, they already know that. They know yeah. they've got me. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what my dream job would be. Um, I mean, it kind of is because... Dream program to work on. Then. Well, I get, like, I mean, I get paid to do really, really cool shit that I just love doing. Like, I would do this anyway. Right. If I wasn't getting paid to do this, I would do this in my spare time just for shits and giggles. So, right. like, the fact that they're willing to pay me money for it, like, I feel like I'm robbing them every day. That's so funny. <laughs> like, that's so one, great. One of these days, they're going to figure out that I'm not worth anything. That's that's so great. That's so, would, you ever, would you ever work for the U.S. government? No, absolutely not. Like, I already, you know, I already just, have. Oh, really? Yeah, I would never work for another government. Like designing like some fucking killer app, literally killer app for oh, some plane. I'll work. I will work for a private company to design bombs, but I'll never work for the U.S. government for anything. Really? No. How do you I, how do you justify that morally though? Working for a, a private company to uh, to develop a bomb. Somebody's gonna do it. Somebody's gonna do it. Yeah, so, dude, I, I've heard that from so many so- so software guys. Actually, it's about it's developing the, the technology. Because when I was when I was interviewing this last time around, one of my offers was, uh, and there was a lot that went into this, but was from a financial services company, um, and they a lot of their business came from payday loans. Which, if you don't know what payday loans are, right. they're loans that. Um, you ever seen one of those places where, like, AmeriCash loans or something, you can just walk in and hand over your car title and get, like, a $500 loan? Um, I guess so. What? Yeah. yeah. It, like, they literally have drive throughs where you can just hand over your title or, like, your Social Security card, and they'll give you a loan. Um, they're super predatory. Yeah. They, yeah, uh, they, sounds it. They prey on people who have very low credit scores. And, yeah. And in return, they charge interest rates that are several hundred percent, several thousand percent. So That's a fucking loan shark, dude. It is. It is legal loan sharking. So you might, you might borrow $500 today just to hold you over until Friday uh, when you get your paycheck. And on Friday, you owe like six fifty. dollars Yeah. And then, and then if, you can't, if you can't pay that back on Friday because what do you know? You were bad at money before and you're still bad at money. So you can't pay it back. Then you're completely screwed. How many gamblers do you think fucking did that just so I could play one more round of blackjack? Oh, it's, I, it is, it is very sad that these places exist, but I got an offer for a company that did this and they asked me straight up, do you have any moral qualms with this? And I was like, honestly, these are going to continue to exist whether or not I do it. Like, so you might I mean, have moral qualms with it, but you don't have a moral qualm with making the money off of it, which I, which I think a lot of guys that are into technology, I mean, uh, they say someone's going to do it. That's the same thing I hear. Someone's going to do it. And I don't have an issue. I don't, not, I don't think necessarily have level, an issue with that. Right? I think at some level I would find it disturbing, but also like it's not like this company goes away because I turned down their job offer. Sure. Like, somebody is going to do it. Right. Um, it's, it's so true. There's money to be made. And there's – you know, it, it's a fine line to be walked. But, well, that's kind of the but idea. But I would never work for the U.S. government just because – Jesus Christ! Right, like the government is just the, there's one there's one good thing that the government 
like there's one thing that they're good at. They are the best in the world at it. They are the best. The U.S. government or governments in general? The U.S. government at least. I don't know about the rest of them. But the U.S. government is the best organization possible for hiring stupid and lazy people. I don't know how they do it so well. Right. It, well, I guess it depends. I mean, that's a broad brush to be painting with. I think it depends on the on. Oh, don't get me wrong. Some smart people slip in the cracks. Slip sure. In the cracks. Right. But I don't know where they hire all those. I don't know where they find all those other idiots. Yeah, there there definitely seems to be an issue with. Well, it's. I think that most of the people that we elect are come in probably. Oh, I'm with. Not- Good, good values, and and they're and they're going to do something different. And then the machine, um, the machine of being in the Senate and Congress and working in the White House changes those oh, based no, off of I'm, money and lobbyists. And I'm not talking about the people we elect. Like that, that's one level too high. I mean, we could people will talk about that forever, and I just don't really care. You mean like it. city government too? I, yeah, I mean like I I worked for the government. Yeah, at, as a pipe fitter. Yeah. Um, in college. Yeah, and these are. Our job, like our shop and like our organization was just tasked with keeping the Navy base running. Right. Like all we had to do is like fix pipes and like fix, you know, uh, fix fire hydrants. And like there was an electrical shop and a roofing shop. Just keep these like there's maybe three or four hundred buildings. Keep these buildings from falling down on itself. Sure. The amount of money that they could possibly pour into doing that and still not do it very well is just unfathomable. Right. Hundreds of millions of dollars a year, and we still need to hire contractors to do our work for us because we're so incompetent. Well, speaking of our local government, it's it's so uh, infuriating. I I remember when we were just talking about the idea of self-driving cars and not everybody has a car, and you, you can live in a city and not have a car. But there are still some places in this city that are just impossible to get to quickly or safely without a vehicle, um, depending on what time of night or day uh, or yeah. season that you're doing it in. What do you think about the city infrastructure and going forward in the future? If we're going to be using less cars or fewer cars, fewer cars. Thank you. thanks, 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 buddy. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> uh, Rachel hates when I do that. It's whatever. I don't give a shit. People do it to me all the time. <laughs> when, when am I going to learn to read, right? Uh, so uh, the uh, – especially like our CTA and our buses and what, what do you think about the city? The city's infrastructure, our roads? Um, I mean, I'll, I'll start there with you and I want your opinion on that. And then I, my idea is to eventually in this conversation bring us to Mike Madigan. Oh, uh, great. Um, I mean, I'm always I'm somebody who can bitch about everything because yeah. I don't know I can, but I really don't like. I think the CTA is pretty fucking amazing. Like, I pay a hundred dollars a month to get to work, and not even that much anymore to yeah. get to work. Sure, and not have to deal with a car, and not have to deal with driving or parking, keeping like, it uh, the, yeah, the upkeep on like it, the fact getting it serviced three or four times a year. Yeah, and then I can go to work and have a few drinks and not have to drive home drunk. Like, it, sure, like the CTA is amazing. Yeah. It no outer loop though. Devil's advocate here. No outer loop going east to west. No, to get to those lines. Some th- some of the major roads don't have the buses. I think that even if we, even if Chicago was not drowning in debt, yeah, building that stuff costs a lot of money. Well, they're doing it in the um, red line now. Yeah, and and they're moving it south, yeah. um, which is great. But I think we have to remember that. Most of these train lines were built at a time when... 100 years ago. Yeah, when labor was not very expensive. It's actually pretty fucking amazing that they lasted that long. It's actually pretty neat. I mean, like... Oh, yeah. I think it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That, um, is, that is pretty neat. Um, well, and it, it could be done for sure. A lot of people like to compare us to Europe. Um, yeah. So, like, the tube in London is just 
absolutely fucking amazing. Like, yeah. It's so cool. But we have to remember that the United States is like five times the – no, not maybe five. It's maybe like three times the size of Europe um, with, yeah. you know, I don't know how many fewer people, like a fifth the number of people. Yeah. Like – over there, they're just so much more concentrated. Um, and, of course, our taxes are higher. But there's just more people in one place so they can get more done like that. Right. We can't really build a national infrastructure here like that yeah. because we're all so spread out. And for how spread out we are and how, like, we've done a pretty good job. Like, our railroad system is amazing. Our road system is amazing. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've done a pretty good job. But, like, we're yeah. just – we're never going to – like, the – the L is never going to be – it's never going to cover every part of the city like the New York uh, subway system does or like the tube does in London. It's just not going to happen. Sure. Um, but it's still pretty amazing in what it does. Well, how are they able to accomplish that in New York? I mean I think just that's a also larger very, economy, a larger – more people. I think their train system is also very old. I don't, it is. I don't think they've built any recent lines. That's, that's, that's crazy to me considering how many fucking lines are attached in that, in that fucking city. Oh, yeah. It's – like, it's funny that people find the L confusing. I um, go, go to New York. Like, go the, to New York, man. Your, your your train has a color, and it only goes in two yes. directions: yeah, yeah, north, north and south, I know. or maybe I know. east and west. Yeah, like, yeah. This, it could not get any easier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, staying on this track with with local government, um, which okay. So the infrastructure, good answer, pretty reasonable answer. Uh, but we're, but we're I'm an optimist. But Sometimes. we're broke, uh, and we're yeah. broke. And I'm trying to figure out why we're broke, considering that we have uh, a lot of in- the, the city government has a lot of income, but we've subcontract out a lot of a lot of work. Right? It's not subcontract out, but we sold a lot of work. I think. Contracted right? Out. Yeah. So the uh, we have the uh, parking meters aren't the cities. They're not getting that income right now. No, a lot of the tollways aren't either. A lot of is, tollways aren't, which is why they're so nice. Right. That's so funny. That is so funny. Yeah, like I'm, I'm telling you, I, the red light cameras from working for the government, I never trust them to do anything competently. If right. you look at like the state-owned tollways, they're in fucking disrepair. If you look at the privately-owned tollways, it's like riding on a cloud. Right. Well, we have all this money coming in. It seems like sometimes, and then t- so then somebody tells me that we don't. Uh, I, I learn bits and pieces. I don't do my own research, obviously. I'm a dummy, but I learn bits and pieces here and there through conversations. And uh, it seems like we have a lot, of, a lot of money coming in based off of just, you know, certain Fagazi practices. Like, I think the red light cameras are a bunch of bullshit. I think that's a fucking racket. Uh, and uh, I know somebody who got one a couple weeks ago. That happens to people all the time. Yeah. And no one's there. It's just a fucking robot taking a fucking picture of you. And then, then, and then they collect it, and we don't know where the money goes. I mean, we have a lot of, like, yeah, we have more than enough money to do it. But again, I wouldn't trust the government to do anything. Is it corruption? No, it's incompetence. In this city, you don't think it's corruption? I get the incompetence, but specifically in this city, is there a percentage in your mind that you think is, is corruption? The the corruption is just the icing on the incompetence cake. Oh, my goodness, yeah. These people are not capable of managing this kind of money. <laughs> really? I just – I have such a low opinion of – Oh, I know you do. Like when I, when I worked for them um, – so I always tell this story just because it's not really that much money – uh, but it just shows how much money they're willing to waste in the stroke of a pen. Yeah. Um, when I was working there, there were a couple of hotels on the Navy base, and those hotels were used for, um, you know, families of sailors when they come in uh, for graduation or something. Whatever reason you may need to stay in a hotel yeah. on the base, um, yeah, it just makes it easy. So they were remodeling the hotels, and 
I forget how many rooms there were, but through the several hotels, I think they had to order like several thousand sinks. Um, and it was our job to go in and put all these sinks in, all the faucets and the drains and whatnot. Right. Um, so they dropped off all these pallets of sinks. Uh, and I brought one over to like the vanity and I set the sink in and the sink didn't fit. It was the wrong size. Um, the reason that it was, was because the guy who was tasked with, tasked with ordering those sinks, um, couldn't be bothered to get out of his chair and walk over and take to the hotel and just take a tape measure. Oh, right. Um, so he looked at the schematics, uh, from when the building was built. Like he looked at the plans, uh, and he just ordered that little did he know that the building had been remodeled twice already. So they had different vanities in there. So he just ordered the sinks that should have gone in there when the building was first built 20 or 30 years ago. Sure. So he ordered like a hundred thousand dollars in custom sinks, uh, that we just threw in the garbage because he didn't want to get up. Like it's literally his, that's, that was his job. That's, this, was, that, that's Chicago. He was, no, this is uh, the federal government. That was his job was P and E. So pricing and estimating. He has a company car. All he has to do, like, it is literally his job to get up, walk to his car, drive over to that building. And meet, by the way, when we do that, we take about two hours to do that. Like, right. If we had to drive from here across the street, it would take us an hour to do it. But his job was to just drive over to the building, take a quick measurement, go back and order them. He couldn't be bothered to do that, so he decided to waste $100,000 instead. That is that is incompetent. Oh, my God. And he has his job still? Uh, I was told on like my second or third day that you'd have to damn near kill somebody to be fired. Jesus. I, I mean, we've known a handful of people over the years that have been fired, but not very many. So, yeah, like I just have such a low opinion of the government. Like, Sure. I can't say I'm like a super libertarian, but right. I believe that a private – any private company could do a million times better than the government. I kind of feel that way too. In anything, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I don't. They're I don't just, think I'm a super libertarian by thinking that. I just think I have a low opinion, and specifically of the city government, uh, since I've lived here, and it's mostly been because of corruption. And I don't understand how broke we are, considering how large we are, and considering how much money I I learned that they're taking in from certain places. I think there's been a lot of bad business decisions. Um, well. Excuse me. That they're taking from us, no matter how poor you are and no matter how rich you are, that they're taking from yeah. and you know uh, their their citizens. I mean, I don't really mind paying taxes. Like, I don't is, mind it. Is the reality of what it is. I just want to know where where it's going to, and I want to know that it's not being put it in somebody's uh, pocket. I've t I said on this podcast before. Uh, I when I discovered we have a, we have you know, funding the schools is an issue here in Chicago, and good schools is an issue here in Chicago. Yeah, and the lottery, the money is supposed to be going to the schools. And we learned that they were pocketing hundreds of millions of dollars, and only two guys went to jail for it. Thank God they found out, but that money's gone. Who has that fucking money? The guys who were in jail didn't have the majority of that money. Where is that money? It's not into the schools. Yeah, see, that's just not surprising to me. So, like, to me, Ugh. that's our fault for thinking that that would have worked in the first place. Maybe it's not surprising, but de <laughs> it definitely leaves, it leaves a, a bad feeling in your stomach. Yeah, I try not to think about it too much. Yeah, because... I get you. Yeah. yeah, it's like being on Facebook too often. Not, uh, all the all the sadness all day just makes you pissed off. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I yeah, I stay away from Facebook. I stay away from so social I. media. Yeah. I stay away from the news. Um, I don't know. I think it was Mark Twain who said, "If you um, if you don't read the news, you're uninformed. If you read it, you're misinformed." Yeah, I that's just, so that's a good little I, Mark Twain quote. I've heard it before. I just choose to be uninformed. It might not be Mark Twain, by the you're way. You're not uninformed though. You get you know. get your information from different areas. You might you, you might not be on social media, and you might not be on the news. But you're such a knowledgeable guy. I'm usually pretty behind on 
things. Major um, events. I, I browse the Chicago subreddit a lot, so I see a lot of Chicago news, but yeah. I generally am looking – I'm not usually looking for news. I'm looking for other things. Do you have any opinions on the pension issue that everybody keeps bringing up, that there's pensions on top of pensions on top of pensions that are being divvied out to people that have worked for the local government and that maybe that, that might have an issue with how broke the city is? I mean, the only thing I'll say is that at some point it's going to come to a head where something's going to have to give. Like, we can't continue down this road. So I don't know what that's going to be, but it does make me afraid to buy a home in Chicago. It's a Ponzi scheme. Hey, thanks, buddy. Yeah, yeah I just bought one. Yeah, no, I... But you're thinking about buying one, right? We are. I mean, like, I'm on the fence, though. Like, I'm I legitimately worried about property taxes going so high that I might not be able to afford them. Well, right in this neighborhood, they're okay, but I was still surprised uh, how high ours was. I think it's around 4000 4, I have to check my mortgage, but I think it's 4100 4040 something weird. Um, yeah. And yeah. I was surprised for this neighborhood that that was, that, that was, that was, that was the price that we were paying. And... And then, is it the end it's of the world? It's, it's not awful. It's not awful. I've heard worse. 40000 oh, oh, for, for sure. people with a little money that can buy a, better, a way better home. They're actually you know? higher in the suburbs, which is surprising. Really? But, but think about this. Like, okay, so, like, you and Jackie are doing great. Like, you can afford this place, no problem. But, like, I would never wish this on anybody. But, like, what happens if you and Jackie aren't together anymore? Oh, absolutely. One of you cannot afford it on their own. That's probably true. Yeah. And, That's probably and true. It would be the same I would if, have, like, I would have to pinch. If if Rachel and I like bought a place together and then taxes went up, we could afford it together. But then like we're now financially dependent, like yep. you know, on each other, and it it just yeah. it becomes a huge pain in the ass. So well, you got to make sure that when you the, the the benefits of working as a team, as a as a, as a, as as one unit, you know, are pretty good, right? You can afford a few more yeah. things, a few more vacations, a, a better house, a better home, buy a home. Maybe 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 buy a car, but you gotta make sure that you're on the right team. You gotta make sure that you that you. Oh yeah, you know um, that you put yourself in the I pick, think, picking the right person, man. I and, think the you know. I think the the issue is that it's just shit always happens, and maybe maybe we don't break up. Uh, maybe something else happens. Like, Horrible maybe one death. Of our, well, that yeah. maybe. Um, I mean, right now I get compensated very well for what I do. We could have another recession where easily lose a job. Uh, I, I mean, I probably wouldn't lose a job completely, but I could see my salary getting cut in half. That sucks. Which is a lot of money. Um, I don't see that for you in your position, though. You know, I'm, I, I could see that. Like, I could see my salary dropping a fair bit in a recession. I mean, we've had a tech bubble like that before. So there are just a lot of factors. Um, so obviously you try to take that all into account when you're buying a place. But then if you have something like the property taxes double over the course of a few years, um, that can mean a lot. Like, that's right. a lot of money. Give me your opinions on Mike Madigan and how long he's been in office. I think he's been in office for longer than I've been alive. I'm, I'm not exaggerating. Uh, if, for everybody out there, look that up. I think he's been in, in the office. I was born in 83. I think he's been in office since uh, 77, 78, something somewhere around there, maybe even earlier. I think he had a respite of two years, something like that, where he was out for, for some reason, and then he came back. I mean, Mike Madigan doesn't hold any official power, so that's our real problem. What position is he? Um, he's like speaker of the house or something. He right? is. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He, um, but he is not like, that is not an elected position. It's not Well, I thought it was cause he's actually alderman. Yeah. But, um, the position that he holds is elected, but I don't think like the speaker of the house, I think that is like, isn't that just kind of like an informal thing around? It, I, I think the house elects the, that person. Yeah. Like the house elects. We don't, that we person. don't elect that person, that position, but he's, he's, they elect that I think he has enough power to be like, I'm getting the votes for. And I think that's what I, 
like that's what I mean is that like you and I, your and I's votes don't matter because as long as his district keeps re- uh, nominating him for whatever position that allows him to be in the house, yeah. I wish I knew more about government. I don't. Yeah, that's one of the classes. But I but they do. Like. I think people people run against them, but they somehow blacklist them. The, the guy that ran against them this year, yeah, yeah. Uh, he said I, they won't even let me. They won't even let me do anything. You know, they they right. would they wouldn't even put put me in the ballot. I had to get. He had to walk around get petitions signed. And by the time he got all the all the petitions signed, it was the election was over. I think I remember reading about that. The reality is, as though it, I mean, even if we got Mike Madigan out, there'd be somebody else just like him. So right, like I think, like I said, there's bigger issues, and there are issues I don't like to think about. I don't know if there's bigger issues, and that, I realize that is a privilege of mine of not sure. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 100%. Well, people always like to tell me that. I'm like, yes, I know. Yeah, it, it's a privilege, but it's also the you're leading your own life, and also you're not everyone. You're not. You, you don't need to live by anybody else's standards but your own. As long as you're not out there fucking killing people or Eric or or fuck you know, live your life, man, and tell everybody else to fuck off and live and have them live their their lives. I'm perfectly content with. Like I said, I make more money than I need to. Yeah. Um, I save most of it. Uh, I'm perfectly content with all of the things that I have in life. So reading the news is just make me depressed every day. It does. And it makes me depressed too. I, I try to keep up, but it, it really does depress the shit out of me. And it, that, that's that was one of the reasons why I had to get off of Facebook. Cause I had, a, I, I felt like, I felt like Facebook was becoming just uh, an echo chamber of depression and of people uh, retweeting things and, and, uh, and posting things that, uh, we're we're just there to uh, show everybody the issue and, and offer no solutions, and um, that can become the internal arguments that you have with yourself because of those types of posts can be can, it's a whirlwind and, and be, can give you a shit ton of ton of uh, of anxiety. Uh, Plus, it's nice just hearing opinions that aren't your own every once in a while. Like well, everybody likes yes. to stroke themselves, but right. every once in a while, it's nice to be challenged. It is. Well, that's well, that, well, that's an argument to stay on Facebook then. Even, oh, but, no. but, but for me, even the arguments that I agree with, I can't take on, on Facebook. I was going to say, like, all, I mean, I feel like most of the people who you're friends with are going to agree with, you know. It's true. Yeah. Of course, you know, you've got that old racist uncle, but other yeah, than exactly. that, like, nine, yeah. 90% <laughs> of your friends on Facebook are your age and sure. are in your social class and think the same thing think that you do. the same way that you do. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, this has been great. I uh, I want to have you on again. Do you yeah, want to be on is, again? This was much more serious than I thought it'd be. Well, we're you know, we we can have all the pussy and dick conversations in the world, and we'll get to those too. I love a good fart joke. Yeah, dude, we'll have tons of fart jokes. I, I can we'll, we can throw those at you all day. But when I'm interviewing somebody, and I think Zach will say this too, uh, we want to get to know know the person, and we want their opinions in the person, no matter what they think of their own opinions. Some some people come on, and they don't think they have anything worth talking about. Well, your life is worth worth talking about. And the podcast is here in the city of Chicago, and we think the individuals that come on, they ha- their opinions matter, and their life story is interesting, uh, and yours especially is. Uh, you know, for me, it's kind of it's a fucking uh, it's dude, it's, it's the American story, man. It's fucking you came from nothing, and you're making good money, and uh, uh, I think you're a very bright guy, better than, than you give yourself credit for, probably, and uh, and you're a solid dude, man. And I'm glad I'm glad to be your friend. Yeah, for sure. I'm um, glad I wandered into Finley Duns all those years ago. Fucking A, dude. <laughs> fucking A. Yeah, uh, keep being you. Um, well, let's just wrap it up. Uh, do you have anything else you want to say? Nope. Okay. Nope, let's do it. All right. 
Go to www.mancallednoon.com to listen to my band and to get all of our songs. Uh, go to uh, go see us on Facebook at, at Man Called Noon and Twitter and Instagram to see when we're playing. We have a show on June 22nd at G-Man uh, Tavern right next to the Metro. It's a big show for us. Probably put us into position to sell some tickets for Metro in a little bit, which would be nice for us. And uh, we have tickets available. They're low because it doesn't fit that many people. Uh, come to me. Visit me at Finley Dunn's Tavern, and uh, I'll sell them to you at $10 a piece. Uh, we have about 40 of them, so uh, get to me quick if you need them. Go to choochchat.com to hear anything about the podcast or any of the comedy and interviews that we do, like this one you just heard. Uh, we have comedy videos that we make ourselves. We're learning and the, the editing ourselves, and it's tough, but it's fun, and we like writing comedy. Uh, and it uh, gets us through the day with a few laughs. Uh, listen to all the podcasts there as well. Uh, where can we send people for you? Do you want anybody to go visit you on social media? No, I do not partake in any social media. Great. Gordon, what, what's your last name again? I, I forgot. I want to keep I keep wanting to call you Gordon Lightfoot. <laughs> <laughs> or my nickname in college, Gordon Lightfuck. Was it really? No, don't. That was, that's great. That's a great nickname, though. That was our, frater- our fraternity always had to come up with random nicknames for people. Uh, no, my my last name is Chris Dan. But like I said. Yeah, that's right. I have a Facebook account. I don't use it. I've never yeah. been on Instagram. I don't go on Twitter. Yeah. I'm not. I'm just, I'm not a social media person. Chris Dan, what is that? What is, is that? What is that? German. German? That's German? Yeah. Aren't you something else, too? We were just talking about that. Greek. Bar. Greek. That's right. You're fucking Greek. Because Keith keeps calling me Greek. Piece of shit. I love you, Keith. And Polish. So and Polish. I've got all the different alcoholics mixed, mixed in. <laughs> yeah, true, dude. Yeah, good. Well, hey, no. For all the Polish Greeks and uh, Germans out there, you're not alcoholics. But that was him saying that, and he is you. Uh, um, yeah, you're. I'm not an alcoholic. I'm a drunk. Right. Dude, alcoholics yeah, go to dude. meetings. Drunks go to bars. Drunks, drunks, drunks go to Finley Dunn's. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I guess that's pretty much it. Hey, brother, give me one of these. Awesome, dude. Uh, let's go out and get a drink, right? Sweet. Let's do you have do time it. to? Yeah. Okay, let's go. Yeah, ahead. I just have to run a 5K tomorrow, so we go. No big deal. All right, uh, everybody out there, I love you. Bye, be good, be safe, and uh, keep listening to Chooch Chat. Peace. Peace.